Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to the year-end edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, December 28, 2016. On today's show, I'll be giving you the breakdown of the top entertainment stories of 2016, from the scandals to celebrity hookups and breakups to the top songs and televisions of 2016, along with all the stars that we lost this year. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jason Derulo, and I love the fact that music connects to people all over the country. But unfortunately, so does something else. Childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. However, the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks is able to help provide over 3 billion meals to children and families in need all across the country. Join me in the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Right now, nearly 30% of U.S. students aren't finishing high school. In many places, it's even higher than that. And fixing it is a responsibility that we all share. This is President Obama, and I urge everyone to take responsibility for encouraging the high school students in your communities, to support them, challenge them, and do whatever it takes to help them make it through. Do your part by going to BoostUp.org and giving a student the boost that's needed to make it to graduation. A message from the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Happy holidays, everybody. This is Dave Cause for RAD, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. When you're traveling during the holidays and see someone who's had too much to drink about to get behind the wheel of their car, get the car keys. Your friends will thank you for it because friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. So my uncle calls and he says he's dizzy and he's losing his balance. I'm like, oh, do you want me to take you to a doctor? He's like, no, I'm going to look up the symptoms. I said, your symptoms are you're dizzy and you're losing your balance. So he said, I can't get on the internet because my arm is numb. I said, well, use your good arm and dial 911. Stroke's no joke. Dial 911. I'm lost is brain loss. Seriously, dial 911. Visit strokesnojoke.org, brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Just tuning in, you're listening to the year-end review of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, and for the next hour and a half, I'm going to give you the rundown of some of the top stories that made 2016 the most memorable year in entertainment. From the Oscar So White controversy to Kanye's West breakdown, if you want to make a comment about any of the top stories of 2016, just call me. Give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656. And press the number one. Again, that's 347-637-2656. And press the number one. Also, if you 
like the show and you want to know more about That's Entertainment Online Radio, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash That's Entertainment Radio dot com. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertained and the number one. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto Fourteen. Stiletto like the shoe. S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram. Just go to T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S. G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a cold and cloudy, 44 degrees. Uh, before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's uh, tuning in and listening to the show on the phone lines and in the chat room. Thank you again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And if you would like to give your input of what you thought was one of the top entertainment stories of 2016, give me a call. Tell me what you thought was the most uh, scandalous or most talked about stories of this year, that's 347-637-2656, and press the number one again, that's 347-637-2656, and press the number one. I also want to let you guys, uh, to remind you that the tune in on the January 18th, uh, where my uh, special guest is a the nephew of uh, uh, Zap, uh, Roger uh, Roger Nelson, uh, he's uh, from the group Zap. Well, his nephew is coming on the show. Uh, he will be here on uh, June, I'm sorry, January 18th. That's at 1 p.m. Eastern. But I'll give you the the, uh, the information on Facebook and on Twitter. I'll tell you more about that. I'm sorry, Rod, uh, Thomas Troutman and his uh, uh, uncle is uh, uh, Roger Troutman from the group Zap. Also, tune in in February for the annual Valentine's Day show. It's my pre-Valentine's Day show. It's a music show where I give you a uh, an hour, hour and a half, of some of my favorite love songs and slow jams from the R&B genre to celebrate Love is Holloway. So make sure you tune in again on January 18th where my guest will be um, Thomas um, uh, Troutman from the group Zap. It's his nephew, and uh, you know, all know Roger uh, Troutman from the group Zap. It's his, it's, his nephew is coming on. He's promoting some new music. Also, um, he's doing an anti-bullying campaign, and he's doing like a, a tour across the country. So uh, make sure you tune in for that. Well, it is Wednesday. It's December 28th. We only got, uh, what, uh, uh, three more days. Uh, before uh, the year is over. Uh, wow, I can't believe how fast 2016 has came through here. One thing I, thought I like about doing this show, a year-end show, I do this every year because I give you a breakdown of some of the top, most talked about stories in entertainment throughout the year, from every, everywhere, everything from the scandals to the breakups to the hookups to the best in TV shows, the best in music, and uh, most importantly, all the celebrities that we lost this year, uh, just in the past two days, on the tail end of the year ending, uh, we just lost three uh, celebrities, George Michael, Ricky Harris, and Carrie Fisher, who uh, shaped the entertainment world by storm. Um, we all know George Michael when he first came onto the scene when he was part of the group uh, Wham!, uh, 
comedian, actor, uh, Ricky Harris, he started his career as a comedian on Def Jam, and he also made an appearance on Everybody Hates Chris. He was on Moesha. Um, also, and who can who can we not leave out? The one and only Carrie Fisher, who uh, is a Hollywood icon. She started her career in the movies such as Blues Brothers, When ha- Harry Met Sally, but it's her n- role as Princess Leia in the Star Wars trilogy that really put her in the, on the map. She was not only just an actress, but she was also a writer. She also uh, did her own uh, stage production. She wrote several plays, which she starred in, like a one-woman show. Um, and she was just getting ready. Uh, she was uh, Star Wars, the next Star Wars film, they just finished wrapping up that uh, segment, and we will see her in that one. Um, but it, it's a shame because I, being a Star Wars fan, you know, she will be greatly missed. She made Star Wars because she was the first uh, woman who played a role where not only was she a princess, but she was also a leader. She was fearless. And that was refreshing, seeing someone, a woman like that, on screen. So she has um, really shaped Hollywood in the ways that, you know, a lot of people, you know, we know that right now in Hollywood there's a lot of talk about uh, equal pay when it comes to women actress compared to men actress. But she, and and certain roles, you know, there's not enough roles for women, fearless roles, strong roles. But Carrie Fisher, I can say, was one of the first who portrayed that kind of character when she was doing Princess Leia. She was doing uh, her, as I was telling you, she's also an author. She had just finished writing a book called The uh, Princess Diaries, which she was promoting in London and across here in the States. She had just finished promoting when she got on the airplane from London to go to Los Angeles, and that's when she had stopped breathing on the plane and went into cardiac arrest. She had went to ICU. They took her off the plane. They took her to the uh, hospital there in Los Angeles where she never regained conscious. And because she had lost time as far as with her stopped breathing, they weren't able to save her. Now, her mother, Debbie Reynolds, had uh, talked to the press and said she was in ICU, but she was stable. And it, at first it looked like, okay, it looked like she's going to make it, she's going to pull through. But for some reason, for the last couple of days, it just went, it just turned from the worst. So we're really going to truly miss Miss Carrie Fisher, an icon. But uh, she's not the only one. Uh, I will be talking about a lot of celebrities. We, I, 2016 can definitely go down in history as the year where we lo- lost a lot of our favorite celebrities, recording artists, actors, producers, you name it. It, it was a, a really tough year uh, in Hollywood. But um, I'll give you the rundown on that. But uh, let's get started. Let's get started with the year-end review of the most talked-about stories of 2016. Hit it. All right. Well, you know, 2016, when it comes to celebrities, uh, 2016 definitely had its share of scandals and 
uproars and, uh, you know, all these crazy things that celebrities do. And uh, starting in January, one of the most uh, talked about, one that uh, really got the year uh, started was uh, actor Mark Salem. You know him from the show Glee. Well, he was arrested on child pornography charges that shocked the world in December 2015 and was charged in June of 2016. After a tip led the Los Angeles Police Department Internet Crime Against Children Task Force to search Sailing House, thousands of child porn images were reportedly found on his computer and hard drive and a USB flash drive. If he is convicted, he could face up to 40 years in prison. So he just started off 2016. Uh, Also, the Oscar So White controversy. uh, Back in January, the 2016 Oscars came under intense fire when for the second year in a row, all 20 nominees announced in the four main categories were all white. Jada Pinkett Smith was so upset that her husband, Will Smith, was snubbed when the How Power couple skipped the ceremony altogether. It led to a movement uh, where a lot of the celebrities, a lot of the actors, kind of was, it kind of put some kind of division because when it came to the black actors versus the white actors, a lot of um, actors felt that there's not enough diversity in when it comes to Oscar nominees, when it comes to nominating actors of color. And that caused a whole movement. And some, a lot of uh, black actors said that they were with Jada and Will, said that they were just going to sit it out because, you know, this has been going on before and we got to make a stand. Now, some of the white actors, they felt it too. They kind of agreed with what was going on, saying that there was not enough diversity when it came to nominations, when it comes to best in film, best actor. Um, And then there was some, remember, uh, uh, there was a lot of talk about uh, Chris, uh, Chris Rock, he was hosting, and uh, he was hosting the 2016 Oscars, and uh, they was trying to put pressure on him to not even sit. He, they were putting pressure on him to sit it out and not be the host because of what was going on. But um, Chris Rock did his thing. I mean, he uh, he's good friends with Jada and Will, but he said that he, he's still going to do his job. I mean, but uh, that was a big, big deal with the start of the earlier part of the year. Also, uh, Kim Kardashian, she broke the Internet again in 2016 after she posted a naked uh, selfie on social media in March. But uh, not everyone was happy, and Kim found herself in a feud with Bette Midler, Chloe Grace Maurice, and Pierce Morgan. All three blasted Kim for her revealing pose, but she fought back saying she's allowed to be sexy. Despite the negative criticism, many others applauded Kim and defended her. And some celebs are actually recreated the picture, so she caused a lot of controversy. Also in March, there was alarming news about Richard Simmons, the fitness guru that had been absent from the public eye for two years, coming up on three years now, and his loved ones were concerned that he was being held captive against his will in his home. Richard eventually issued a statement explaining that he's he's fine and he simply needed a break from the limelight. He hasn't been seen since 
since January of 2014. Also, some of the biggest stories of 2016, Beyonce gave us the question of the year, who is Becky with the good hair? In April, B debuted a new visual album in the epic HBO special Lemonade and then dropped an album of the same name. Her lyrics strongly implied that her husband Jay-Z cheated on her and that she later forgave him, though neither has ever confirmed it. There was also speculation that she was referring to designer Rachel Roy as the other woman. Rachel has repeatedly denied it. In one song, B sang, quote, her heaven will be a love without betrayal, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, side check, and also repeatedly brought it up how he better call Becky with the good hair. And uh, also, um, and, and, and I remember when she put, Beyonce put that uh, out there, even Kim Kardashian got on to the guessing game wondering if, you know, who she was talking about. Also, uh this year wasn't without her share of uh you know her scandal and and her, herself being out there miss uh Taylor Swift uh in July Kim Kardashian released a video that she said that proved that Taylor Swift knew and approved of the lyrics in Kanye West's song Famous and which she takes credit for Swift's rise they called her the B word and said um, she she said that she uh, he and Swift may had sex. Uh, Swift came on fire back and said that while she did not know about the sex line, she never approved of the mention of her in the lyrics. Now that this was a big deal because Taylor denied that uh, she approved of those words, and Kim videotaped. Kanye talking to Taylor on the phone saying that he was going to say this in the song, he was going to say that in the song, and he claimed that she loved it. She was like, she gave him the go, the green light, go with it. But apparently when the song came out, there was parts of the song that she claimed that he never told her that he was going to put out. So that caused some riff right there. Right now, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the year-end edition of That's Entertainment, where I give you the rundown of the top entertainment stories of 2016. If you're just tuning in, this is a show that I do every year. And if you like to give your opinion of what you thought was one of the most talked-about stories of 2016, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656. And press the number one. In July, um, our girl Leslie Jones from SNL, this so-called alt-right troll by the name of Milo Yiannopoulos, he incited thousands of his followers to spam Leslie Jones after NBC sent her to the Olympics to lie tweet on their behalf. Now, Jones was subject to hundreds of thousands of cruel and abusive tweets, so much so that this guy, Milo, was banned from Twitter. Jones also responded to the incident tweeting, quote, been through a lot of my life and I always get back up. And also, you remember uh, when Leslie was promoting uh, the the Ghostbuster uh, movie with her other uh, friends, female co-stars, 
there was a point where she was trying to get ready to uh, premiere at the, she was trying to get ready for the premiere, and apparently she couldn't find a designer to make a dress for her to attend the premiere. So um, the designer, uh, Cristino Serrano, Serrano, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, he stepped up, she had tweeted that, you know, why is nobody can't why can't anybody make a dress for me? He saw the tweet and decided to make one for her. I'm sorry if I messed up his name. I don't have his name written down, but he was nice enough to step up. And uh, this is the same guy who's designed for the first lady. He's designed for several celebrities. He started his career on the hit uh, TV show Project Runway. So big year for Leslie. Um, also in this year, we have the, um, the, 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 oh my God moment, I should say, uh, which really ranked high. This is a good one because remember in August we had the 2016 Summer Olympics and some of the biggest stars of that year was the final five, Simone Biles, uh, we had Laurie Hernandez, we, and, and, and Simone, uh, who just joined the team, she talked about growing up, you know, with her um, her uncle taking care of her and her and his wife and uh, how she loves, you know, pop culture. But she had a, a, like a celebrity crush, and that celebrity crush was Zac Efron. And uh, when they were doing the story on her, she had, she they showed her a room and everything, and they showed that she had this, this uh, uh, like this cardboard uh, uh, picture of Zac Efron, and uh, she expressed her love for Zac Efron, and it was very well known. But after the Olympic powerhouse dominated the 2016 Summer Games, Zac headed to Rio to surprise her with the rest of the Team USA. She got to meet her dream man and get a kiss from him. So that was a an oh, oh my God moment. That was a really nice moment. Uh, in September, we had uh, Rebel Wilson. She was forced to disable her Instagram comments about after she received death threats. The threats were so severe that the FBI got involved before deleting the deleting a post. She wrote, "Just letting you guys know that my comments are temporarily suspended because of death threats I recently received. The FBI is currently investigating." And to uh, go back on. Um, the Summer Olympics, uh, once other stars stood out and made uh, one of the biggest stories in uh, 2016 was Ryan Lochte. Uh, Ryan, remember, he had made up that story about being robbed. He was with two of his other teammates talking about how he was robbed and how he went to the gas station and they broke into the gas station. So he made this whole story up. He had first told his mother about it, and then his mother went to tell the, I guess, the head of the committee of the U.S. team. Uh, the police got involved. The local police got involved there in Brazil to do further investigation. They didn't find anything, and then he went to the Today Show, and had a one-on-one interview with Matt Lauer telling him what had happened. And then later on, it was all fabricated. It was all made up. 
So he definitely is one to say. He's definitely marked 2016 as the most talked about story of of the year um, for for someone who was highly respected as a, a proud athlete and to represent the country to be this this liar and and to look ignorant and that sparked a lot of controversy about how he was able to get away with this and not uh you know he not get the not face any kind of consequences uh some people called it a little bit like white privilege because if that was anybody else they wouldn't got away with that but um yeah that was definitely one of the biggest stories of 2016 Right now we have here 25 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the year-end edition of That's Entertainment. Every year at this time I do a year-end review of some of the top stories of the year. If you have a story that I didn't mention on the show just yet, or you feel that you have a story that you think was the most talked about, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number, again, is uh, 347-637-2656. Press the number 1, and you go live on the air. Again, that's uh, 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Also, uh, this year, uh, 2016, I could say, was a big year in music. Some of the top performers came out and did their thing. We saw a return of Justin Timberlake. Drake also dominated the charts. Again, Beyonce with her incredible album, Lemonade. Uh, it was just one of those years that was good, the best in music, as always. But the, this artist here, I like to say, uh, definitely did his thing once again. Uh, it was a song that was played earlier in the year, and it became the part of the soundtrack of the movie Trolls. Justin Timberlake came back in a big, big way. Um, and and the thing is, this song came out way before the movie was released. That's right. It, he, it came out way before the movie was ever released. This is Justin Timberlake. It's supposed to be a, like a happy song, m- much happier than what Pharrell had put out. But uh, uh, it's uh, one of those feel-good songs that definitely was playing throughout 2016. After a while, they were playing it so much that, <laughs> that you know, it was Can't Stop the Feeling. This is Justin Timberlake, Can't Stop the Feeling. <laughs>
turn it on All through my city, all through my home We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone I got that sunshine in my pocket Got that good soul in my feet Feel that hot blood in my body when it drops Ooh, I can't take my eyes off of it Moving so phenomenally Come on, like the way we rock it So don't stop Justin Timberlake with Can't Stop the Feeling from the movie soundtrack Trolls, one of the top songs of 2016. All right, continuing with the most talked about stories of the year, uh, we're going to go on down. Uh, Gigi Hadid had handled uh, 
really can handle herself. I must say, for a very, for a young woman, she can handle her own thing. Uh, during a Milan Fashion Week on the September 22nd, a man had grabbed her and hosted her in the air. He was rewarded for his effort with an elbow to the neck and chest. The whole thing was played in part of a joke by the well-known European prankster uh, Vitali Seduk. But uh, Gigi didn't find it funny. Afterwards, she tweeted, quote, I am a human being and I have every right to defend myself. How dare that idiot think he was right to manhandle a complete stranger, unquote. Uh, that was uh, a big deal because, you know, from what has happened in the world, you know, you have to be aware of your surrounding, what's going on. And uh, she just probably just thought this was another crazy man. Now, this guy, Vitaly Saduk, he's known for doing this kind of type of prank. He did a prank on um, Will Smith. Uh, Will Smith was promoting a movie, and he pretended like he was one of the reporters, and he tried to kiss him. Uh, he also did this with Kim Kardashian, trying to fill her behind. He's just known for doing this kind of thing. So Gigi was just another one, another celebrity victim that was part of his crazy prank. Speaking of Kim Kardashian, uh, she was robbed at gunpoint at the beginning of October while she was at Paris Fashion Week after posting photos of her fine jewelry and clothes on social media. The event traumatized uh Kardashian at West, who had since avoided the spotlight. Also, um, that month in November, uh, no one saw this coming. Uh, on November 8th, business mogul and former reality star Donald Trump won the presidential election, beating out Hillary Clinton. Going into the election day, nearly every poll had him losing, but then a funny thing happened at the ballot box. And uh, now we learn that the it's been alleged that the Rus Russian president, Vladimir Putin, might have something to do with rigging the election. Uh, there was all kind of talks that uh, even though he won the elector, Hillary won the popular vote by so many thousands. So, Also in that month, uh, Kanye West, again, at the end of that November month, he was uh, had a string of a strange rants and erratic behavior. Uh, Kanye West had to cancel the rest of his tour and sought medical help. Initially, he was said to be suffering from exhaustion, but it turned out that his meltdown was a mixture of taking the incorrect doses of some medicine and family trauma, including um, Kim's uh, robbery in Paris. Uh, they said that he initially was suffering from some type of temporary psychosis that brought was brought on by sleep deprivation and extreme dehydration. And there was other reports that we, he was suffering from psycho, uh, psychological pro, pro, uh, problems. But uh, Kim was there by his side at the hospital. Um, and this health care scare came hours after he had canceled uh, his, his St. Pablo tour. So it was a really big deal. But I just didn't understand why, you know, because he wasn't in the hospital for that long. They had him in there for about a couple of days, and then he there was reports that he said that he was leaving, and then they said he was not quite well yet. And then he gets on a plane, flies all the way here to New York to talk to Donald Trump. Hair bleached blonde and everything. He um photographers that were in the lobby, they was asking him questions, he didn't want to talk, 
He's talking about, I just was here to um, not answer questions, but uh, later on he tweeted that he talked with Donald Trump about uh, the issues about um, life, about uh, the crime problems in Chicago where he's from, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, in my personal opinion, I don't think he should have did that. I think he should have just stayed home in L.A., stay close with his family, give give yourself some time to heal, then to quickly jump on a plane and be smiling in Donald Trump's face. I mean, that's my personal opinion. But, uh, you know, that's Kanye for you. Also in November, uh, after years of fan speculation, Carrie Fisher finally dished the dirt on her three-month affair with Harrison Ford while the two filmed Star Wars A New Hope. It was Han and Leia during the week and Carrie and Harrison during the weekend. That's what Carrie quoted saying when she told People magazine. Also, some of the biggest stories of this year, Sofia Vergara, her embryo controversy. She was being sued by her two embryos. Uh, the case is complicated and it's scandalous and weird, but to put it simply, Vergara's ex want custody of the unused embryos, and the case will determine whether those embryos are entitled to an inheritance from Vergara. The reason why this is so complicated is because she was engaged to this man, her her first fiancé, and what she did was she took two of her eggs, froze her eggs, put them safely aside so when she was ready to have children. Now, the the relationship was uh, she broke off her engagement, her relationship with her first fiance, and decided not to do anything with the embryos. Now he, on the other hand, wanted there were two girls. He wanted to uh, he wanted to save them. He wanted to actually bring the embryos to life. Because she felt that since she's no longer with him, that, you know, just let them be. So he was trying to sue her for these embryos. So that was a big, big deal in the 2016, one of the top stories of this year. Also, um, we speaking of pregnancies, we had our share. We found out that Janet Jackson, at the age of 50, uh, is ready to give birth next year. She has poorly had to put her um, tour on hold. She canceled her unbreakable tour in April and taken to Facebook to explain why she and her husband are, are now planning on having a family and that she's going to have to delay the tour. Now, her husband is Wissam Almana. He's 41. And uh, she, reportedly she's been put on bed rest for the remainder of her pregnancy. So in 2017, Janet's going to be a mom. Also, uh, Sierra and Russell Wilson said I do on in July in a very beautiful uh, English per, uh, castle in front of the uh, of the, in front of their 100 family and friends. Uh, she wore Roberta Cavalli, and on October 26th, the NFL quarterback and the singer announced that they were expecting a baby. First come love, then come marriage, then come baby in the baby carriage. Remember that rhyme? Also, uh, exes Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey, they share two adorable four-year-old twins, Moroccan and Monroe. But now the American Got Talent host, who's 36 years old, is gearing up for fatherhood again. His beauty queen ex-girlfriend, Brittany Bell, 29, is expecting a baby boy in 2017. 
And Cosby Show star Keisha Knight Pullum is 37. She's getting ready to have her little one in 2017. But her pregnancy hasn't been the easiest. She's been going through a nasty divorce with her former pro athlete, ex-husband Ed Hartwell, who refuses to take a paternity test to confirm that the baby is his. Uh, Ed, her husband, who married Keisha on New Year's Day of this year, filed for divorce just a week after she announced their baby news in July. So that's kind of messed up, isn't it? You know, um, and you know what? She she told him to take the test, but apparently he didn't want to take the test. So I don't know. I, and I always say this before: you got to know who you're getting involved with, who you're dealing with, uh, because she just married this guy. Me personally, my personal opinion, I think she just married him on a whim, um, because they were in a relationship, and it was, you know, like they just started to be in a relationship, and the next thing you know, she's marrying the guy. So. Anyway, um, also in 2016, there was a lot of uh, celebrity breakups. Uh, You know the most famous, infamous one of all, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, Hollywood's former golden couple. They called it quits this year, much to the surprise of literally everyone. Uh, We were convinced that these two were going to stick it out for the long haul, but uh, we were very wrong. Jolie cited irreconcilable differences in her filing, but sources claimed that the separation had to do with Pitt parenting methods and marijuana use. Before we knew it, Pitt was being investigated by the Los Angeles County Department of Children and Family Services for an instance of alleged child abuse, and Jolie and her children were being interviewed by the FBI. Also, celebrity breakups this year, one of Hollywood's longest marriage nearly ended in May when it was revealed that Ozzy Osbourne had carried on a six-month affair with with his hairstylist. Uh, Sharon Osbourne actually left him for a short while. She later opened up on the talk about the situation, saying that at 63, she can no longer live like this. But by June, Ozzy had ended the affair, and they had fallen in love again. She also said that she said, quote, I can't imagine life without him, and he can't imagine life without me. Also, um, Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber made it clear that they are never, ever getting back together again after they their feuding was found its way on Instagram. It started when Bieber accused his believers of attacking his relationship with Sophia Ritchie, who happens to be the daughter of Lionel Ritchie. Gomez surprisingly shot back with the comment, quote, if you can't handle the hate, then stop posting pictures of your new girlfriend, LOL. It should be special between you two only. Don't be mad at your fans. They love you. And that's when Bebo, he wasn't too happy about her response, and he deleted his Instagram altogether. Also, another a year of celebrity breakups, Drew Barrymore and her husband, Will Kopelman, confirmed the news that they were planning to divorce after nearly four years of marriage. She filed divorce papers in July, and the whole thing was finalized just three weeks later. And uh, say it isn't so. After five years together, Lady Gaga and her fiancé Taylor Kinney called off their engagement in July. Uh, In announcing they called it quit, they both acknowledged that they still love each other, and she calls them them soulmates. 
Uh, about a month later, it was reported that Taylor wanted to get right back with her with his former lady. lady. Uh, but in October, Page Six reported that the Chicago Fire actor had had moved on with a 26-year-old woman from South Philadelphia. And this was a big deal. Uh, Nick Young, the NBA player, Nick Young, he cheated on Iggy Azalea after they after they were getting uh, after they got engaged. Nick. Young was caught in a leaked video bragging to his uh, Lakers teammates about cheating on Iggy Azalea and having multiple escapades. Though the two initially tried to work through the scandal, their relationship crumbled. And there was uh, no one also saw this one coming. Diane Kruger and Joshua Jackson, they split up uh, this summer after 10 years together, a decade together. And uh, they started dating when President George W. Bush was only halfway through his last term. So they've been together for a while. And Khloe Kardashian and Lamar Odom, they are finally done again. Uh, in May, Khloe filed divorce from Lamar for the second time, citing irreconcilable differences. She first filed for divorce in December of 2013. However, both she and Lamar made no effort to push the paperwork uh, through the 18 months, and she reportedly hoped to save the marriage. Then they signed off in the summer, but as they were waiting for the judge's signature, Lamar suffered from a near-fatal overdose in October of 2015, so Chloe just redrew her first divorce petition in order to help him make medical decisions as he recovered. Now, once he was better, they made their split official once again. Both signed off on divorce in October. And Debbie Lovato and Wilmer uh, Valarama, they split in early June after six years together, Something few saw coming. Uh, afterwards, she said she felt free. Later in October, things weren't so peachy for her after she shaded Taylor Swift in a magazine. After many came down on her, Demi, who since moved on with UFC fighter Luke Rockhold, said she was taking a break from the spotlight. And uh, we this <laughs> this is not the first time this couple uh, split up. Um, Jennifer Lopez and Casper Smart, they split this year again. The off-and-on duo broke up in August, but friends were unsure if this was actually the end. For now it is. The final straw, she reportedly wanted him to attend a party with her in New York, but he wanted to go to Las Vegas to watch a UFC fight. And the world was again shot by another high-profile split in uh, later September, Naomi Watson. Uh, Lev, Lev uh, Shriver parted ways. The couple started dating in 2005, but they never married. They shared two so- sons. A source told E! News that the split had been a long time coming. And remember Drake and Rihanna at the uh, MTV Video Music Awards? They looked so cute on stage. Drake presented Rihanna with the Video Vanguard Award during the 2016 MTV Video Music Awards, and he had may as well have proposed. He said, quote, she's someone I've been in love with since I was 22 years old. She's one of my best friends in the world. All my adult life, I looked up to her, even though she's younger than me, unquote. The off-and-on duo began dating again in the summer. However, they split again in October. And uh, this couple here, uh, Dennis Quaid and Kimberly Quaid, they put their kibosh on their 12-year marriage for the third time on June 28th. The couple first 
breakup move came in 2012 when Kimberly filed for divorce. Dennis followed that up with a fling of his own uh, later in the year, but by 2013 the divorce filing had been dismissed and that the couple had reconciled. This time, though, it it doesn't appear that either of them wants to give it another shot. So that was the celebrity breakups of 2016. Right now we have, uh, we got here the 12 minutes to 2 p.m. Eastern Time. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the year-end edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, and every year I do the year-end show to talk about the most talked-about entertainment stories of the year. If you have a story or if you think uh, there was a story that I missed, and you think what's the most talked about of the year, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. And speaking of Drake, Drake had a very uh, good year, I must say, but he always have a good year. <laughs> you know, he, he always have a good year. Uh, Drake, song, um, and and speaking of Rihanna, he had two smash hits this year. One was a duet with Rihanna in work, and he had one called uh, One Dance, which he also premiered on the SNL early in the year, and uh, he also had did a video for it. So um, Drake, One Dance, was one of the the, uh, songs, one of the hit songs of 2016, and it featured Wiz Khalifa, Wiz Kid, I'm sorry, and Kyla. Here's Drake and One Dance.
they became a couple in 2016. And just when you thought the Kardashians couldn't do anything more to shock us, the sole brother in the family went ahead and started a relationship with Black China, who happens to be the ex-girlfriend of rapper Tyga, who dated Rob's half-sister Kylie Jenner. Oh, and don't forget, China and Tyga have a son together. When the two got together, their relationship had drama, and the ratings was written all over it. And in about two months of dating, Rob and China decided to get engaged, a decision they reportedly kept secret for the rest of the Kardashian family. And since that wasn't enough, they they coupled and they got pregnant and they scored a deal with their own e-docu-series. In November, they welcomed their baby girl dream into the world on November 10th. Now, Rob and China continue to fill uh, the news feed with plenty of drama. Earlier this month, it appeared that they had split after they seemed like an extremely messy altercation, which just so happened to play out right before their e-baby special episode had aired. And convenient coincidence or Chris Jenner master plan, you decide. So, and in April, remember Michael Strahan had announced his departure from Live with Michael and Kelly, much to the surprise of viewers, and it appeared that his co-host, Kelly Ripa, uh, was also taken aback. After the news broke, Ripa didn't show up to work for a week, with people speculating that she had been blindsided by the whole thing. The events around the Strahan departure caused quite the controversy in the TV world and brought up plenty of conversations about respect, and fair treatment in the workplace. So, yeah, that was kind of messed up. This summer, Taylor Swift and Calvin Harris, they had to go and crush out a hashtag they have here, swan goals and breakup, whatever that means. Things didn't seem to end well with these two. The couple clearly had some bad blood between them, uh, evidenced by their public dispute over Harris' track. This is what you came for. Now, Swift co-wrote the song initially under a pseudonym, but after she decided to take her credit where credit was due, Harris got shady on Twitter and called out his ex-rumor, Mean Girls Tendency. And as you know, that song was later recorded by Rihanna. Then after after she broke up with Harris, Taylor Swift, only a few weeks after, Swift and Harris um, again called it quits. She started another highly publicized relationship, but this time with British actor Tom Hiddleston. Naturally, people on the Internet lost it, especially when uh, when these totally natural, non-staged-at-all photos of the couple taking selfie of the beach emerged online. The, la- the relationship was short-lived, but at least... We always have the photos of Heddleton wearing an I Heart TS tank top at the beach. I thought these two were very happy, I really thought. Um, for those who don't know who Tom Hilson is, he played uh, uh, in the in the movie Thor. He plays Thor's brother, uh, uh, Yoshi, I mean, not Yoshi, York. <laughs> he plays uh, his brother in the movie Thor, um, I can't think of his name right now, but you know who I'm saying. Uh, another big, one, another big story of 2016, one of the most shocking, was when Amber Heard accused 
Johnny Depp of domestic abuse. Uh, in May, Amber Heard filed for divorce from Johnny Depp. The couple was only married for 15 months, and given the outcome of so many Hollywood relationships, this, the split wasn't all that surprising. What did shock us, though, was when Heard came out and accused Depp of physically abusing her. And, uh, you know, she later posted pictures of her, her uh, a mark on her face, uh, you know. And at one time, you know, it, they seemed like they were all right. Remember I was telling you a year before they had to, uh, they had traveled to Australia. That's when Johnny Depp was filming, filming the, uh, the next segment to the Pirates of the Caribbean. And they had a problem uh, bringing their dogs to Australia, and they had they got in trouble, and they had to go to court because in Australia they don't want people uh, overseas to bring their dogs or pets into the country. You have to get a special permit. They tried to sneak the dog in there. It was a big mess. But uh, yeah, that was one. That was definitely a shocker in 2016. Also, uh, another one which. I don't. I didn't think of this one as a big shocker. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio finally wins an Oscar. Uh, his acclaimed, acclaimed performance in The Revenant resulted in a Best Actor win, something that had eluded DiCaprio before for his work in The Aviator. Uh, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio also starred in some other uh, well high performance movies like Blood Diamond and The Wolf of Wall Street. He followed it up with uh, Before the Flood, a documentary exposing the effects of climate change. So he finally won an Oscar. Also, another shocking story of 2016 was the death and murder of uh, Christina Grimmie in Orlando. The 22 year old voice voice contestant was murdered on June 10 when a man shot her following a concert appearance in Orlando. The What a Girl Is singer brother attacked her assailant who shot himself. Grimmy was later buried at a private ceremony in her hometown on June 16. So sad. So, so sad. Another shocker for this year, uh, which I don't really think it is, Prince Harry began dating the beautiful actress Meghan Markle. On November 8th, uh, uh, Kensington Palace confirmed that Prince Harry was dating the American suit actress for a few months in, you know. Uh, Harry decided to speak up on his girlfriend's behalf due to the outright sexism and racism of social media trolls who had subject Marco to abuse and harassment. Now, this beautiful woman is uh she's biracial, her mom is black, her father is white. Uh she's been on this series suit for a while and um she got a lot of she got these trolls, once again the same type of trolls that was attacking, you know, they for some reason they have a problem with uh, her dating the prince because she's not all fully because she's biracial, so that they had an issue with that. But uh, I'm glad Prince Harry stepped in and and came to defense of his woman and set the record straight. Also, another shocking story for 2016 was uh, Nick Gordon was found guilty in the Bobby Christina Brown's death. 
Uh, Gordon was found legally responsible for his girlfriend's July 2015 death on September 16. Brown's family filed a wrongful death lawsuit last year that accused Gordon of assault, theft, and fraud. Gordon repeatedly missed court deadlines in the civil case, thereby losing the suit by default. Mm. And also, uh, another big story of uh, 2016, there's been a lot, of, a lot of shows that have been rebooted, past shows from decades earlier, and one was uh, that Netflix decided to revive Full House and the Gilmore Girls. Uh, after the successful revive of uh, Fox Arrested Development in 2013, the streaming service reintroduced viewers to Fuller House on February 26th and the Gilmore Girl A Year in the Life on November 25th. Netflix's popularity soared, leading fans to wonder what other shows might get another chance. And of course, with 12, uh, of course, with a few days that's left here in 2016, anything could happen. And uh, also speaking of Netflix, you know, Netflix, uh, uh, this was also a good year for David Chappelle. He had made his appearance on SNL, and it was like watching his famous Chappelle show all over again when he had the comedy series on Showtime a couple of years back. And he did so well that uh, he also signed a three-year deal with Netflix for a comedy special, $60 million. Wow. Right now, again, we have here five minutes after two here on the East Coast. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the year-end edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where I'm giving you the breakdown of some of the most talked-about stories of 2016 in the world of entertainment. Uh, next is the the people that we lost so dearly in this year. Uh, I mean, 2016 definitely will go down as the year with the most celebrity death. Uh, starting, we started in January right out the gate with uh, uh, with the, the passing of uh, uh, one of our, um, well, I'm sorry, one of, uh, well, it was, it was, I guess you can say uh, Celine Dion husband, Renee Angelil, he was suffering a long, difficult battle with throat cancer. Uh, Celine Dion's husband and lifelong ma- manager Renee Angelil passed away on January 14 at 73. Renee fought the disease three times in his life. He was laid to rest following a state funeral in Montreal. But there was also a memor- memorial service for him in Las Vegas where the couple resided. And also, some long old friend, Gary Shandling, the legendary comedian, passed away. He passed away in March of a sudden heart attack at the age of 66. To pay tribute to the star of the Larry Sanders show, dozens of his friends gathered in his place for a game of basketball, as Gary had a long-standing tradition of hosting a game every week at his Melville Canyon home in Los Angeles. And it just came out recently, a couple of days ago, that uh, the autopsy report showed that uh, Gary had uh, uh, died from um, he had died from uh, a heart condition, uh, as it was mentioned before. Um, just a bit, yeah. He had some. The coroner report just came out saying that. Uh, that he had this, uh, and you know that's that's been the case with a lot of a lot of celebrities uh, with the 
the uh, so-called death that uh, that they've been passing away from these uh, heart conditions and heart problems. So um, yeah, it just came out that um, you know that's what he he had the blood clot blood clot in his heart. Also, uh, we lost um, another person that uh, also uh, David Bowie. Uh, the early musician who broke pop and rock boundaries with his creative music, uh, music striking visual and genre spanning person, his 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 spanning persona, persona uh, when he christened Ziggy Stardust. He died in January 10. Alan Rickman, 69, he was a classical trained British stage star and central screen villain in the Harry Potter saga and other films. He died in January 7, uh, 14. Glenn Frey. The rock and roll rebel who co-founded the Eagles with Don Henley, he formed one of history's most successful songwriting teams with such hit as Hotel California and Life in the Fast Line. He died in January 18. He was 67. Um, also, uh, also uh, Paul Katner, uh, the founding member of the Jefferson Airplane, was stayed with the who stayed with the Seminole Band through its transformation from the 1960 hippies to 1970 hitmakers as the eventual leader of the successful group Jefferson Starship. He died in January of uh, 20, 20, January 28. And also, who can forget A. Vagada, uh, the character actor who is uh, who was best known for the over-the-hill detective Phil Fish in the 1970s TV series Barney Miller. And the Doom Mafia soldier in The Godfather, he died in January 26. Also, we lost this year Nancy Reagan. We lost her, uh, the first lady, Nancy Reagan. Uh, she was battling uh, Alzheimer's disease. She passed away on March 6. George Martin, uh, the the Beatles' urban producer, he he guided the band's swift historic transformation from rowdy club act to musical and cultural revolutionary. He died in March 8th. Fifth Dog, the lyricist who witty wordplay was a linchpin of the groundbreaking hip-hop group, A Tribe Called Quest. He had complications from diabetes. He passed away on March 22nd. Actor, again, Gary Shanlin. We lost him again from the Larry Sanders show. Patty Duke, as a teen, she won an Oscar for playing Helen Keller in The Miracle Worker, and then she maintained a long career while battling personal demons. She died on March 29. Merle Haggard, the country giant who rose from poverty and prison to international fame through his songs about outlaws, underdogs, and an abiding sense of natural pride and such hits as Oki from Muskogee and Sing Me Back Home. He passed away on April 6th. Actress Doris Roberts, she played the tart tongue, endlessly meddling mother on Everybody Love Raymond. She was 90. She passed away on April 17th. And China, the tall, muscle-bound, raven hair pro wrestler who rocketed to popularity in the 1990s and later made the rounds of reality TV. She was only 46 years old. She passed away on April 20th. And this one really took me aback. My icon, my he's he's music royalty, a music icon, my prince, Prince Rogers Nelson. He was the most inventive and most influential musician of modern time with hits including Little Red Corvette, Let's Go Crazy, When Dove Cry, 
I had the privilege of watching Prince live in a concert in Connecticut about a couple of years ago, and uh, it was Prince. Prince died at the age of 57. Uh, Morley Safer, for all you fans of 60 Minutes, he was a veteran of that show. He was a correspondent who was who reported on social injustices, the Oriental Express, and, and abstract art, and who exposed exposed a military atrocity in the Vietnam that played an early role in changing Americans' view of the war. He passed away on May 19th. He was only 84. Muhammad Ali, the greatest of all time, the heavyweight champion who fast-fits irrepressible personality and determined spirit transcended sports and captivated the world. He was only 74. He passed away in June, June 3rd. Peter Schaefer from the uh, British playwright who durable award-winning hits include uh, Amadeus. He passed away June 6th, 90 years old. Uh, Nate Thurman, 90, uh, the tenacious NBA defense center who played with Wilt Chamberlain, passed away on July 16th. He was 74. Um, Marnie Nilsson, I'm sorry, Marnie Nixon, a Hollywood voice double whose singing was heard in place of the leading actresses in such movies as uh, musicals as West Side Story, The King and I, and My Fair Lady. She passed away at 86 on July 24th. Gene Wilder, we know him as the frizzy hair actor who brought his deaf comedic touch to such unforgettable roles as the neurotic accountant in The Producers and the mad scientist of Young Frankenstein. And who could forget his character as Willy Wonka as, as in The Chocolate Factory? Um, again, August 28, he was only 83. Arnold Palmer, golf and gray, passed away on September 25th at 87. Uh, Janet Reno, first woman to serve as U.S. Attorney General and the epicenter of several political storms during the Clinton administration, including the seizure of Elian Gonzalez on November 7th. She was 78. Leonard Cohen, the baritone voice Canadian singer and songwriter who blended spirituality and sexuality in songs like Hallelujah, Suzanne, and Bird on a Wire. He was 82. He passed on November 7. Robert Vaughn, the debonair Oscar-nominated actor who many film roles were eclipsed by his hugely popular turn in the uh, the popular turn in television movie The Man from Uncle, 83. November 11, he passed. And who can forget the co-anchor of, P- of PBS NewsHour with Judy Woodruff and a veteran journalist who moderated two vice presidential debates, Gwen Ifill. She was 61. She passed away on November 14th. And uh, for our latest, our latest last in December, we just lost, uh, we just lost uh, George Michaels. Uh, we lost him the other day. Uh, that was Monday. Um, Carrie, uh, a comedian actor, uh, Rick Harris, and again Carrie Fisher. Um, again, Carrie Fisher passed away at the age of 60 after suffering a heart attack on a plane from London to Los Angeles on December 23rd. The iconic Star Wars actress has mostly recently been promoting her new book, The Princess Diaries, in the weeks leading up to her death. 
Both her mother, Debbie Reynolds, and her daughter, Billy Lord, expressed their sadness. And again, um, you know, with George Michaels, very young as well, passed away at uh, 53. Uh, we lost him. He he rose to fame as a member of the 1980 pop duo Wham, and he went on to sell more than 100 million albums in his music career spanning four decades. He died at his home on December 25th at the age of 53. Uh, he was getting ready to do a reality series on his life, or he was doing some kind of reality show or some kind of show based on his life. Just so sad, you know, and and they're so young. That's the thing, just too young. So right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. Um, Going back to the most uh, popular songs of 2016, uh, this was uh, this was a song that you know for some, for some strange reason I just could not get enough of. Um, this was a good year for uh, Ariana, Usher, again Beyonce, um, but uh, Ariana had a great year, and uh, this was one hit that uh, really got the ball rolling. Uh, this was uh, into you. Ariana Grande.
was Ariana Grande and Into You. And so for some of the top songs of 2016, let me just go down the list real quick. Um, I'm going to say the top 25 so far. Uh, 25, Zane comes in with It's You. Uh, number 24, Haley Steinfeld and Gray in Starving featuring Zed. Uh, the 1975, The Sound, Beyonce's Hold Up comes at 22. Ariana Grande comes at 21 with Dangerous Woman. Rihanna came out at 20 at Kids It Better. Drake came at 19 at One Dance featuring Wiz Kids and Kyla. 18, Bruno Mars with Versace on the Floor. 17 with The Chain Smokers and Closler featuring Hazley. Number 16 was Maggie Rogers in Alaska. 15 was Fifth Harmony, Work From Home, featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Bruno Mars come out strong in number 14 with 24K Magic. Number 13 was Alicia Keys in Common. 12 was Rihanna in Needed Me. The 11, The Weeknd in I Feel It Coming, featuring Daft Punk. Number 10, Ariana Grande again with Be All Right. Number 9, Drake with Too Good, featuring Rihanna. Number 8, Work featuring Drake, coming at number eight. And number seven, the 1975 with the song Ugh. Number six, Usher came in with Crash. Number five, Beyonce, Formation. Number four, Ray Schirmer in the in Black Beal featuring Gucci Mane. And uh, number three was Beyonce for Sorry. Number two, Dram, D-R-A-M, Broccoli featuring Lil Yachty. And again, number one with Ariana Grande, and into you. Those were some of the top uh, songs for uh, 2016, and I'm pretty sure there's more that was that didn't get put on the list. But uh, you, it was a great year for music as always. And uh, again, we're always looking up, looking forward for the next year when it comes to great music. Right now, again, we have here uh, 26 minutes after the hour, and. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, give you the list of some of the top best TV shows that we were watching in 2016. Uh, some of the ones that really stood out the most uh, this year was uh, one called Stranger Things. Uh, it was the biggest TV story of the summer. Uh, it came more or less out of nowhere. It created a genuine phenomenon over the course of its eight episodes. The disappearance of a young boy throws into a small town into chaos, and his mother, which was played by Winona Ryder and her and his friends, they gradually uncover the otherworldly truth, which involves a monster, a parallel dimension, and a supernatural government conspiracy. A taunt, impeccable structure exercised in the 1980 nostalgia, Stranger Things, tapped into the idea that those kinds of movies you used to love back in the days aren't gone. They're just on television now. So uh, Stranger Things, one of the top shows of 2016. Mr. Robot emerged as a new show at first in 2015, but it was it, it had such a razor shop first season, but its tricky sophomore run was probably inevitable, leaning less on the extraordinary performance of uh, Rami Malik as a fragile hacker by the name of Elliot, and season two was much more an ensemble than a character study. This show was created 
to broaden the scope to explore global consequences of Elliot's financial hack, encompassing an FBI investigation, which several supporting characters on their own vengeful journey and a vast corporate conspiracy, which tied to the Chinese government. Um, it, it it made for viewers to participate. It was like unlike anything that you've seen on television, and that's which which what Mr. Robot did. Uh, it plays with perspectives and again making the viewers a participant in this drama. So Mr. Robert was uh, Mr. Robot was one of the best in TV this year. Uh, the Night of, which was uh, HBO's, uh, it's part of HBO's gripping miniseries. It was a a uh, play. It was it's about a, a naive young man accused of murder, and uh, and it's uh, John Turturro. He plays a good-hearted defense attorney. It's it's a story, a familiar story with skill and detail. It talks. It goes into the New York criminal justice system with a novel-like detail. And uh, it was one of the best in te- television. Night the night of. Uh, also, the girlfriend experience. Came in number uh, was one of the best in TV this year. Orange is the New Black, always a good one. Veep came in was best. Uh, it won several awards, as you know, with Julian Lewis Dreyfus as the lead. Uh, she used play, he plays the uh, president, the first female president on that show. Also, Games of Thrones was best again. It always rules. Uh, it's a show that just gets better and better, and this after their fifth season, um, it was it was almost unheard of for the sixth season of a show to be its best, and yet there's a strong case for just that with Games of Thrones. Also, best in TV this year was The Outlander, Better Call Saul. Uh, it steps out from under the Breaking Bad shadows in its first season. Uh, establishing like a rich and sharply written show in its own right. Um, another great show to watch, uh, Girls, which is in its last season, starring Lena Dunham. Um, she's no longer just out of college, and she's she's developed some self-awareness, which made one of the show's most satisfying season yet, and uh, it's make for good television. Also, the best in TV this year was London Spy. Uh, num- one of the best and the most talked, I think, and I think this should be number one on the list, the People versus O.J. Simpson, the American Crime Story. It took place, uh, talked about the O.J. Simpson murder trial. It was one of the most well-known, widely discussed stories in recent history. Yet FX, 10-part mi- miniseries, felt fresh and dynamic in every turn. It had an all-star cast with uh, John Travolta, uh, uh, Sterling K. Brown, David Swimmer, Robert. uh, uh, Also, it had um, so many, uh, uh, Cuba Gooden Jr., Courtney Vance. It was just well-written, and people was glued every week. And... uh, FX should be very proud. It, it, it got several nominations and some winners from this show, including Sterling K. Brown and Courtney Vance. Another one that was great television this year was Black Mirror. Westworld came in. Uh, Atlanta 
starring Donald Glover, a very uh, a very new show. It started out with a promise, and it wound out to be the best day uh, show of the season. Um, also that came in was uh, also You're the Worst, Fleabag. Uh, these were some of the top shows of 2016. So um, we're looking forward to another great year of some great television. And uh, television is now becoming better and better. At one time, people stopped watching regular television because there was nothing good on. Now, and and that's why more and more people were subscribing to cable. But now with all these uh, uh, net like Netflix, Amazon, all these streaming services—they're really taking the television industry by storm by pro- providing all these hit and wonderful shows. So we're looking forward for it in the next year. Well, it is two thirty here on the East Coast. I'm glad you tune in for my year-end show, the last show for the year. Uh, tune in next year uh, when we do it all over again. Make sure you tune in next year for some great shows, some great interviews. And also, uh, if you want to know more about That's Entertainment, make sure you follow us here on Blog Talk Radio. Just hit the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. Follow, uh, like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash that's entertainment.radio. And you can also follow me at Stiletto14 and on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Have a great rest of the week. Happy New Year. And I'll talk with you into 2017. Take care. <laughs>